In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. John the Baptist confessed, and did not deny, but confessed the Christ. If we think of denying Christ, Peter is often the one who comes to mind. When asked point-blank about Jesus, he denied him, saying, I do not know the man. On the other hand, when we think of confessing Christ, perhaps we think that this is reserved for pastors and missionaries or the great saints of old. And you might say, John the Baptist confessed and did not deny. Good for him. But does confessing or denying really apply to me? an ordinary Christian and member of a little church over here in this corner of the world? Yes, it does. Every person on earth is either confessing Christ or denying him. There is no middle way, no neutral path. To know how to confess Christ means one must know what it is to deny him. As a boy, I used to imagine masked gunmen storming into the church and demanding, who here is a Christian? And I wondered, would I have the courage to stand up and be martyred, or would I deny Christ simply by remaining silent? While this scenario could happen, for most people, the choice to confess or deny comes in a far more mundane way. It may not be your life that is immediately on the line. Instead, by confessing Christ, you may stand to lose a promotion, a friendship, maybe even your livelihood. Conversely, by denying Christ, you can always expect to gain the approval and friendship of the world. Consider what was at stake for John. He could have denied Christ by claiming to be the Messiah himself. And what would he have gained? The whole world, it would seem. The people would have worshipped him gladly. They may even have crowned him king and put him at the head of an army as they marched upon Jerusalem. But there is an even easier way that John could have denied Christ. Instead of trying to take his place, What about just softening the message he had been sent to deliver? Did he really need to call the Pharisees a brood of vipers? They might have followed John if he had just been a little bit nicer to them. And was it really necessary to prepare the way for Jesus by preaching about repentance from sin? Wouldn't people have been more receptive to the Messiah if John's message had focused more on love? You see, denying Christ doesn't generally happen in the form of saying Peter's words, I do not know the man. Denial happens more often when we are ashamed of the message of Christ. Many Christians will say, Of course, we still believe in Jesus in our church. We just don't talk about certain topics of the Christian faith that are offensive to people. And what topics are those? Oh, just a few. Sin, law, accusation, 
Repentance, judgment, wrath, punishment, perishing, death, evil, damnation, devil, and even the cross. But apart from these things, we still totally believe and confess everything about Jesus. Well, also, we don't talk about political issues, abortion, marriage, sexuality, gender, stuff like that. Here at our church, we focus on love. But Jesus says, if you love me, you will guard and protect my words. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, I also will be ashamed of him on the last day. Whoever denies me before men, I also will deny him before my Father in heaven. To be ashamed of the words of Jesus is to deny him. To distance yourself from things that Jesus says because they are offensive to the world is to distance yourself from Christ. There is no middle way. A true confession of Christ means that you must confess everything he says. Are you, like John the Baptist, willing to confess the truth of Christ when there is a personal cost? Many people, many Christians even, are not. For example, believing parents are often happy to confess what Jesus says about marriage until their son brings home his new boyfriend for Christmas. Then suddenly the words of Jesus are discarded for the sake of a relationship. Or perhaps their views on abortion abruptly change when their unwed daughter ends up pregnant. The world applauds this denial of Christ, calling it love and devotion to family. But it's not love. Jesus says, the truth will set you free. Do we not owe it to our family members and our friends to confess the complete truth, since it is the only thing that can save them and set them free? Let's be honest. If we choose to deny the truth, it's not because we love our neighbor. It is because we love ourselves and do not want to lose something that is dear, whether a relationship with a family member or our reputation among our peers. As middle-class Christians in a first-world country, we have become too accustomed to a faith without cost, a confession of Christ that requires little or no sacrifice. This is why the example of John is set before us again today. It would seem that he had everything to gain by denying Christ and everything to lose by confessing him. What future awaited him on earth for speaking the truth but hatred, persecution, poverty, prison, and finally a violent death? And yet he gladly accepted these sorrows for the sake of Christ and his kingdom. Love for his Savior and love for his poor, misguided brethren compelled him. 
And so we too must not be afraid to speak the truth. God may not have called you to public ministry, but even so, every Christian is presented with opportunities to confess Christ. As a boy, as I said before, I had in mind a glorious, spectacular confession. I imagined going down for Jesus in a hail of gunfire, a death perhaps worthy of being recounted in Fox's Book of Martyrs. But most of the time, this is not the opportunity for confessing Jesus that God sets before us. You may confess him by saying to a dear relative, I love you unconditionally and always will, but the way you are living is not good. God's word says that it is sinful. Or perhaps you will say to a peer, Yes, I am one of those fundies, as you call them, one who still believes in an outdated view of marriage. Or confessing Christ may be as mundane as getting up and going to church when it means you're going to lose a chance to sleep in. And against those who deny that Christ is present in the body and blood, confessing him may be as simple as responding, Amen to the words, the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. And this is the truth that sets you free. Christ crucified for sinners of whom I am chief. Even if you, like Peter, have at times denied your Lord, even if you have been afraid to make the good confession, you can begin again today. You can hear the call of John the Baptist who bids you repent and wash away all your sins. You can approach the table of Christ confessing even your failure to confess him as you should. And as you kneel and make this good confession, you have our Lord's promise. Whoever confesses me before men I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. Follow John's example and confess the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Confess the one who is the truth. Confess all his words that alone can lead to eternal life. Confess and do not deny but confess the Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen.